1: I'm Joe Reed. It's Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Sandy Henschel, who's a contributing editor to Audiophile, is with me. And Sandy, you've had an
2: incredible first week. I have. You have. So how are you going to end it? Well, now we're going to leave the self-read by author books, and we're going to Catherine Parr, The Sixth Wife, written by Alison Weir and read by Rosalind Landor. Okay, moment of deep and true respect for Rosalind Landor,
1: who I worship. I do too. Her reading of the children's book by A.S. Byatt, all 30 hours of it
2: are just 30 hours of audiobook bliss. I love to listen to her. And she's done all the other books in this Alison Weir series, The Six Wives of Henry VIII.
1: She's done 400 books. Oh my God, really? She really has. Well, yeah, I and I that. i probably
2: listened to 290 of them. I just love that woman. I do too. I could listen to her read anything. She's just amazing. <laughs> she And is. she won an Earphones Award for her reading of this audiobook and several of the others. Let's talk a little bit about Catherine Parr. Let's not give her a short shrift here. Catherine's early life, she was married twice. She was widowed. And then she had a passionate attraction to Thomas Seymour, the brother of... Queen Jane Seymour, who passed uh, in childbirth. Now, this is a novel because Alison
1: like Weir is a novelist and a historian. So which one is this is a novel? This
2: is a novel, okay. but it's it's historically accurate with speculative
1: dialogue scenes. Yeah. His Weir always keeps historical bones
2: and then sort of embroiders. Right. And if you have listened to any of the others, you know that... Henry was, how shall I say, mercurial and temperate. (laughs) (laughs) He was not somebody you could turn down, and he did not believe that he was ever going to die. I guess he was wrong about that one. I guess. He was also treason to talk about the possibility of a king dying. Anyway, Catherine was um, in love with Thomas Seymour when Henry develops an interest in her. And she doesn't dare offend the king when he proposes marriage. And he gets rid of Thomas by sending him away on court business. And she is herself such an interesting woman. She really was an intellectual. She definitely was. She wrote. She was a published author. She was a published author, one of the very first for women in that time period, especially. I always wondered what they talked about, Henry and Catherine, I mean. Henry and Catherine, I don't think they talked about very no. much other than having more babies. Yeah. He is very obsessed with having a son. Even though Catherine was in her 30s already and widowed twice, he still felt that she was going to possibly give him that son that he wanted. By the time he marries Catherine, Henry's old and sick, and he's grossly obese but he still wants a new wife he still has hopes for another heir I and mean, he doesn't admit to himself that he's too old and too sick to produce any more children and he eventually blames catherine for not mm-hmm. becoming pregnant which of course is a danger yeah. to her life now when she was a little girl she heard her mother talking about one of henry's bastard children and there's a clip that i have that will show you how determined he was to have his bastard son in line for the throne. Okay.
1: This is Catherine Parr, The Sixth Wife by Alison Weir, and it's read by Rosalind Landor.
0: When mother returned from court in late June, she described for them all the magnificent ceremony in which six-year-old Henry Fitzroy had been invested by his royal father with the dukedoms of Richmond and Somerset. The queen was most distressed, she recounted, as they sat drinking cordial in the garden. Poor soul! She mostly hides her feelings, for the king is usually discreet about his amours, but his flaunting of his bastard like that in front of the court and bestowing on him royal dukedoms was so humiliating for her, especially since she has given him no son herself. It was as if he was telling her, See here, madam, I can have sons. How many children has she borne him? Anne asked. Eight, I think, and only one girl living. It's a terrible tragedy. That's why the king and queen dote on the princess Mary so much, Aunt Mary observed. Yes, but she is a girl, and a woman cannot rule, Uncle William declared. The king needs a son to succeed him. And the queen is past the age for childbearing mother said quietly.
1: So the queen they're talking about here is Catherine of
2: Aragon. Correct. For the four years she's married to him, she's the best wife she can be. She even begins to love him in her way. She's mother to his three children, Mary Elizabeth and nine-year-old Prince Edward. And she's intelligent enough to navigate court intrigues, and as we both said she published her own writings she also was instrumental in having the mass translated into english so that ordinary people could understand what was being said and that was kind of fraught at that time yes it, it was it made it made the people of the church very nervous because they didn't want people to think no thinking is not good not good no yeah
1: no but so how
2: was it? I mean, you've listened to the other. Where would you put this one, the sixth one? When- oh, it's, it's, it's essential. It's a lovely cap to the others. Okay. Uh, and Alison Weir has a different look of, of, about how people are. And um, religious turmoil is plaguing the kingdom and court intrigue. And that's been going on forever. But Catherine is in danger because of her reformist beliefs. And Landor makes us feel Catherine's strong sense of duty to God. Well, this is a great way to end the week. Thank
1: you so much, Sandy. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. Oh,
2: thank you. I've enjoyed this more than I can say. I'm glad.
1: The last book we were talking about was Catherine Parr, The Sixth Wife. It's by Alison Weir and read by Rosalind Landor. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Penguin Random House Audio, publisher of best-selling fiction and non-fiction titles. Discover titles like The Grandmother Plot by Carolyn B. Cooney. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash audiophile today and start listening. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart. Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Sandy Henschel, and Alan Minskoff are contributors. Jennifer Dell is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomad's Four Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed.
2: Good listening.